Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome once again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is episode 53. We will be talking today about the power of saying no. And uh, not trying to have anyone get any flashbacks of their childhood where everyone was saying no all the time. No, you can't stay up late. No, you can't eat that uh, dessert. You're going to spoil your dinner for crying out loud. We're talking about saying no in our lives now. And I'm guessing most of you listening are uh, adults or at least of an adult enough mind to be looking to grow because that's what this podcast is about or find something interesting or hear my lovely voice. But uh, it might sound like kind of an obscure, wacky topic, but there is very real power in saying no to the wrong things to make room for the right things in our lives. As we get older, most of us realize that that time itself is, is our most valuable resource that we all have in common. But it is so fleeting and we have to know how to make decisions properly. Remember, the word decision means to cut off. I've been talking about this lately. We started, I think, in our first episode, we talked about this very thing, which uh, means saying no when we say cut off means saying no, making room for the most important stuff. Now, we haven't had an episode in a little while, so I apologize. We're catching up a little bit. I have been building some really big infrastructure behind the scenes for our future here with Empower Humans, and you'll see some things rolling out here as well. Uh, I did an interview also recently with Brian Welch, who uh, is a guitarist for the band Korn, and his uh, daughter, Jenea. They have this awesome, awesome documentary. It's uh, hitting DVD here in, in, I think, June 11th. And so the podcast will come out. Look for that on June 2nd, our interview. We had a really, really good interview. In fact, uh, we, we're having so much fun and he was short on time that we're going to actually do a sequel here uh, one of these days as well and uh, talk more about all this stuff. Now, before we get into this topic today, I just want to tell you, as always, something that uh, constantly is reaffirmed in my mind and builds as I am human and associate with the rest of you human beings, that you individually are absolutely priceless. You are irreplaceable. You're special. You're unique and important. And there's nothing that can change that. These so-called riches of this world can't equate to you and your priceless value. The riches are found in you. I've been saying that lately, and I like that phrase. The riches are found in you, along with the fact that you are never alone. And uh, also, it's an unequivocal and indisputable fact, just like you are priceless. If you feel alone, we need to step back a little bit in life sometimes, look at life a little closer, see that there are so many, including me, who are there for you. You are not alone, my friend. You have to maintain that perspective. We're all on this journey in life and experience the ups and downs, the trials, the triumphs, and sometimes craziness of this journey. Don't buy into the lie that you are alone because you never, ever are. Uh, we recently posted on our Instagram that life is far more about journeys than destinations. So remember that and let's live that. Let's keep that in mind as we go about our day-to-day -day activities. Now, as we get into this topic, I don't know if you know who Mel Robbins is, but I've talked about her a little bit before in our podcast. She's the author of The Five-Second Rule, an excellent, excellent book. And she said recently that in her first speech, which was a TED Talk, mind you, she said that when you turn 18 and become an adult, at least in the U.S. and some other places, that's where you be, the age you become an adult in the world, uh, it's up to you to parent yourself. What do we mean by that? Well, in other words, you have to do what you're supposed to do. Nobody's going to make you do it anymore and not what you shouldn't do. It's all up to you at that point. We're so used to, you know, we were kids. Many of our parents talked about this a little bit. The number one word in their vocabulary was no. And now we need to translate that to be a positive in our lives as we become adults and learn to say no to the things that we need to. And as you become an adult, hopefully realize that it may 
need to become your number one word as well. It doesn't mean that we don't be adventurous and take on new opportunities and say yes to some things, but we have to filter where we focus our time and energy because as we already mentioned here at the top, time is that priceless commodity that we will never ever get back. So we have to utilize it wisely. And I don't want our message here to come off as anything other than hopeful and positive ever. And that applies to all the messages because nobody should feel beaten up and uh, we should just feel hope because the only direction we can really go in life is forward. Always remembering the lessons and, of course, applying what we've learned in the past, hopefully, as we do so. Leonardo da Vinci said that simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And I talked in a video that's on our YouTube channel and Instagram at Empower 101 about minimalism. Look for that on there. We clutter our lives oftentimes with so much stuff that life almost becomes unbearable. And that's just not the objective. Now, we need to stay engaged and busy. We talk about that's not the objective. I would say... For all of us, the objective is joy. Remember, we've talked about joy in Hebrew means an alignment. We need to align, okay? And do we need to stay engaged and busy? Absolutely. There's a harmony and sort of a balance that can be obtained, but we have to be wise and really map out our objectives. We talked also with the author Greg McCune about his book Essentialism in one of our early podcasts as well. This book is about simplifying our lives also. Laura Gassner-Odding, in her book Limitless, she mentions the same type of principles about putting uh, your, your dreams and desires first and living your best life that way. I want you to know that wherever you are in life, whatever your age and circumstances, there is hope for you and for me. It's never too late. You know, Zig Ziglar didn't start writing and have success uh, with his first, you know, successful book, which I believe was See You at the Top, until he was at the age of 47, if I'm not mistaken. Go back episode 50, we interviewed his son. Zig's no longer with us, but his son had some great insights about Zig and their family and uh, that whole thing. And he's got a new book out as well. But what a legacy he built. And he started at 47. Some people start it as when they're teen years or their 20s or in their 40s or beyond. There's all kinds of different things. We're all a different place. So you're not in a race, uh, even against yourself. You're just there to continue to grow, progress, and, and move forward. And that's what we're talking about in this episode today. Get to know yourself and your gifts so you know how to filter your decisions and activities. Remember the word decision, cut off, cut things off. That's what no means. Uh, all this stuff around us that uh, we're, we're doing with our lives. You know, Steve Harvey talks a lot about this very thing. And some of his material, including Act Like a Success, Think Like a Success, which is a book, and, and another book he, he has called Jump, uh, he really just talks about kind of taking that leap of faith toward your calling in life. And in order to do so, as we already mentioned, you must say no to the wrong things to make room for the right things. And we not only make room for those things, but we anxiously and very actively pursue them. I don't want to create a space uh, like, you know, an open, empty warehouse where we're making room for something and then not fill it with the things of value toward our goals and objectives, meaningful things to fill that space that we're creating in our lives by learning to say no, by the way. And don't we all just kind of want lasting, meaningful joy, as we already mentioned? Again, in alignment, it's a return to something. And, you know, remember when we returned, for example, returning childhood was much simpler. Let's return to simpler times in our lives. We can have something like that in adulthood, some semblance of that as we return and align our lives. And part of that process is learning to say no. We have to pick a few select things and understand what works for us to balance this life. No matter, by the way, our individual 
you know, thoughts or feelings on spiritual matters or the afterlife, etc., I think there's something instructive in teachings like lay up treasures in heaven and not on earth or talking about this straight and narrow path. I'm not talking about anything religious or spiritual. I'm talking about even in that uh, context, it means distinguishing where we place value and effort and filtering out the things that don't bring us to that place. And for our own sanity, we can't spin too many plates, so to speak. I talked about spinning plates before. If you've ever seen that, look online. There's There's got to be videos of people spinning plates. They have to keep running back and forth to keep all these plates spinning. And it's important to have a degree of that, but you got to find the right uh, level and balance and harmony, more importantly, of that whole process. There's a saying in Spanish that I learned when I lived in Chile that says, Quien abarca mucho, poco aprieta. And I know that you're very, very impressed with my Spanish. What that means, though, for us English speakers as well, is he who takes on, or she, he or she who takes on too much, holds on to very little, essentially is what it means. Poco aprieta, holds on to very little. Some of us perfectionist people want not only everything to be perfect, but some sort of entitlement, getting everything all at once, like we're going to be able to, hey, I'm going to win the decathlon at the Olympics, and I'm also going to run for president, and uh, by the way, I'm going to open a McDonald's, and I'm also going to be CEO of IBM. <laughs> How many of us take on too many things like that? I don't know of anyone who's taken on all those things, but there must there must be someone out there who is. And uh, if, if it's not those particular things, there's people living their lives. And sometimes I've lived my life that way. Have you? Have you lived your life that way? Sometimes thinking, oh, I can do these 35 things, each and every one of which would be uh, almost a life-consuming thing for a season, at least for some years, to focus on building any one of those things, but then taking on two or three or ten things at once like that, you're not going to hold on to any of them. And that's what that Spanish saying is trying to tell us and teach us. So it's just not realistic. You know, perfectionism is an unrealistic pursuit. And I want to add also that we are magnets. Have you ever played with magnets? I remember doing that as a kid. I'd pick up iron and the dirt in the ground in New Mexico where I grew up. And boy, we had so much fun those days, you know, before the internet and smartphones, picking up iron out of the ground with magnets. And I'm sure I then got bored and went on and got trouble doing something else. Uh, but, but we become adults. We have to parent ourselves. And that process should teach us all by now that we are magnets. Okay, just like that. And the difference, you know, versus a physical magnet is that we create an energy that then attracts like energy into the world. And if we're running around frazzled and frantic, not able to keep up, it isn't really good for anyone. And that magnet uh, quality will attract more of the same frantic, frazzled energy. I think it's safe to say that none of us want chaos and craziness. We have to be realistic and expect the unexpected, but we have to filter where we focus our energy as well. So let's talk about how to do that a little bit. Now, we have to be able to say no in key areas of our lives, like business, personal interests, relationships. There's so many subcategories of all that stuff, like children, if you have them, or friends and family. There could be hobbies, business opportunities that need, you know, need to be examined, your career. The number one thing I would say that we all need to do is pencil in, at least pencil in the word no at any new opportunity. Uh, you have at your discretion, you can uh, kind of get a clear vision uh, of what you want with your life to make these no's, N-O, a little more emphatic and maybe put them down in ink instead of pencil. But I think our default answer, this is the point I'm getting at, up front, our default answer to most things should be no. And that might sound a little uh, controversial or, or hey, he's trying to create fights, you know, in the, on the world. We already got enough turmoil in the world and he's trying to create fights by telling everyone to say no. <laughs> but 
Think about this for a second. There's opportunities galore. And we ought to feel blessed, thankful, and grateful galore that we have so many opportunities, but we've got to be able to say no at the same time. There's a level of discipline involved in that. And if other people are involved, we don't have to be a jerk about it, but we do have to stand our ground without apology. Even if you choose to clarify that you just have too much on your plate or whatever the case may be when you, when you say no, but you don't need to be apologetic either. Filter out the junk and don't be a people pleaser like I have been. You know, I, for one, have been a people pleaser. I'm a recovering people pleaser now. Some of you may be uh, in the same boat with me and have suffered that same illness, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the doctors are diagnosing it, but you know who you are if you're a people pleaser. And, and I think many of us are to some extent, just we feel the pressure. And so it's just easier to say yes all the time. But our default answer, and I'm going to say this emphatically, our default answer should be no in most circumstances. And it doesn't mean you can't uh, backpedal sometimes and turn around and turn it into a yes if you need to. But uh, I just would submit up front that should be our default answer. Now, if you feel like you have a hard time saying no, it's worth a self-assessment as to why that might be. Maybe you are a recovering people pleaser like I've been. You know, like I just said, saying yes is easier and the path of least resistance so so people don't get offended or ask questions, create more, you know, turmoil or delusional turmoil that exists in relationships. But is our priceless, irreplaceable time worth having to explain ourselves in order to say no to these people? In other words, are we going to, you know, fight for our time and its value that we talked about here at the top? That that's just something that we all have in common and it's fleeting for all of us. We all have the same amount of hours in the day and so on and so on. But if we're going to fight for the value of that time, sometimes it's worth having to step up and explain ourselves a little bit, but not apologetically and say no. Okay. Saying no and, you know, a two sentence explanation is a lot quicker than taking four hours to bake cookies and go be at the bake sale that you didn't want or isn't a part of any objective that you have with your life right now. We can serve in things as well too. And there's some satisfaction there. You have to find where you find satisfaction and create a harmonious thing in this uh, one song of the universe. They talk about harmony and music. That's what the word universe means is one song. So let's create harmony, but let's not become slaves. Okay. Slaves for anything and everything that could come uh, on our path or other people's interests in our lives. We have to live our life, okay? Now, Sonia Parker has said, quote, live your life for you, not for anyone else. Don't let the fear of being judged, rejected, or disliked stop you from being yourself, end quote. Now, think about this also as we talk about relationships for a second. This is an area where a lot of people struggle because the heart is involved. It can be, you know, on the line as well. We may already be connected to somebody through our heart and so on. And I think it's important to look for the right attitude in a partner and, of course, contribute the same yourself because it's a two-way street. Don't just, hey, I'm sitting here contributing nothing to this relationship, but I expect perfection and amazing things from this other person. It's not necessarily who this person is or where they're coming from completely. It's the attitude that now those things matter too. And I'm not talking real in-depth about relationships today, but I'm talking about being able to say no to Again, the wrong things in order to make room for the right things. That includes the wrong people in order to make room for the right people. And if it's an important, intimate relationship, all the more important because this is going to be possibly the most important person in your life. So you got to make the right decisions. Now, when I talk about the attitude, that attitude is one of gro a growth mindset. 
Okay, there's books written on these topics, growth mindset versus fixed mindset. In other words, the good and bad that everyone brings to the table in any sort of relationship are far less consequential, in my opinion, than in attitude and, and behaviors toward growth and becoming our best selves together, in all caps, together. <laughs> Say no to people who complain with kind of a dead end and no discussion. Okay, think about that. Say no to takers who don't give back. Okay, say no to those who don't support or believe in you and don't want to understand together. And again, these are all things that we, you and I, also need to contribute if we want that kind of relationship. Again, we're magnets. Okay, think about that. Become the things that you want and need. And by the way, you can't love anyone more than you love yourself. And that's something that I've learned uh, in the not too distant past as well. Now, in other areas of our personal life and development, it's important to say no to distractions or anything that doesn't further our cause and objective. Say no to perfectionism and excuses, selfishness and mediocrity. We are all better than that. I'm going to put out something soon to help us individually map out our lives better and kind of know how to respond in various situations and how to, you know, plan our day-to-day activities to get what we really want out of life, to squeeze all the juice we want, so to speak, out of every area of a life that matters, okay? Everything that matters to you and to me. Live your life and not what someone else wants for you. I recently found this to be so true. And you have to make decisions that are best for you and let go of the idea that you can control anyone else's behavior uh, or decisions. Okay, one thing I like to point out is to say no also to good to make room for great. And I want that to make sense and sink in. Say no to good to make room for great. And there's a book called Good to Great, and we learn that good is actually the enemy of great. I think we would all agree that the word great emphasizes a higher level than good. And if we're going to accept good, we're almost accepting close to mediocrity. So say no to good in order to accept great. Now, that doesn't mean perfectionism either, but you can determine what that means for you. It's not you got to go by my definition or anyone else's. Figure this out for you. This is the beauty of life. You get to make the choices, but learn to say no. And I would submit, figure out what good means and figure out what great means and strive to say yes to the things that lead to, to great in all the areas that matter to you. You just have to be ready to grow and evolve and not settle individually or in who and, and what you surround yourself with. It doesn't mean we discourage people completely, but you have to prioritize uh, your focus, your time to rise to your own version of greatness. Say no also to laziness, but make sure you listen to your body and get enough rest and balance that, you know, with some recreational activities. I like the word recreation. It's like you're getting to recreate. We are creators as people, and you got to get back to a place where you can continue to create and forge and pave your path in life, so, so to speak. These recreational activities, whether that be, you know, playing sports, being with family, friends, watching Netflix, traveling, whatever that might be these could all be uh, some of zillions of recreational things so you got to fit that into to possibly maintain your sanity and balance and things as well the beauty of this life is again is that it's up to you embrace no the no like there's no tomorrow because there won't be if we don't say no uh, to the wrong things that make room for the right things today there won't be a tomorrow It'll just be days that just keep going by and those turn into weeks months and years of mostly possibly wasted time and effort. We don't want that. You can't get these days, weeks, months, years back. You can't get them back. I know that as my kids, my oldest son is turning 10 this year. I can't even believe 
He's he's not even below the age of five still, but he's going to turn 10. And before I know it, he'll probably be graduating high school. Knock on wood, I hope he graduates and goes on to great things like most of his parents do. But we don't get these days, weeks, months, years back. I'm trying to maximize my time with my kids as I work on all these things empower humans and business and other things as well. Now, I know, my friends, that we can live our best lives and make great things happen for ourselves and others. Don't settle for good enough or be a perfectionist. There's a middle ground that we've got to find where we're productive because you're not going to be productive as a perfectionist and you're not going to be your best with good enough, okay? Just as we said at the beginning, repeating kind of what Mel Robbins had said, that parent yourself. Learn to say no effectively, like all of our parents did for the most part for each of us. And uh, it, it just makes more room for the right yeses, okay? Learn to say no to make room for the right yeses. Remember that we all said at the beginning, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. That was a quote from Leonardo da Vinci. We just got to keep that in mind. Simplify minimalism. You know, it's only fitting that quote came from da Vinci, an artist, because many things when it comes to art whether it be music or other things like that, or the visual arts like uh, Da Vinci did a lot of, are very simple. We can make things simple. We can't. We don't need to overcomplicate our lives, okay? If you have questions, thoughts, comment on this podcast, send me messages at empowerhumans.com, at empower101 on Instagram and Twitter. I want to leave you with our normal challenges. Study, keep studying, start studying, learn how to say no. I did a bunch of research for this particular thing. There's lots of things we can say no to. Uh, there's lists galore online about how to say no, what are the best ways to do it and not to offend people, and the things to say no to, and all these sorts of things. So you can research that. There's videos, all kinds of stuff. Uh, check out our website. All our videos are pumped into our videos page now from our YouTube channel. So study, learn, grow. That's all part of this growth mindset we're seeking in relationships. If you want to attract that kind of thing, if you're looking for maybe have a relationship at some point here down the road, we ought to become that thing first to grow, learn, study. Second challenge, as always, is make great moments. Surprise others. Love others. I've always said this. Love is a verb, not a noun. Uh, so many of these things in life are more verbs than nouns. Success is more of a verb than a noun. These are all processes. But make great moments with people. These are the things that are going to matter when we're on our deathbed. Looking back, we'll have some regrets. These will be pillars of joy and happiness that can overshadow you know, these other areas where we all will have fallen short. That's another aspect of you and I never being alone. We all fall short, but let's make great moments with the people that matter. Kids, family, loved ones, co-workers, roommate, whoever it might be, make great moments. Okay, and the last challenge is always very simple. Let's keep doing this podcast together. Okay, I love you. Appreciate you. Thank you for joining me. It flatters me that you spend time with me. And uh, we're going to have these other interviews coming up. We're going to have some more consistency on these episodes, even though we're building some infrastructure behind the scenes. I'm excited for you to join me on that journey. So until next time, my friends, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit empowerhumans.com. We'll catch you next time.